And here comes the commissioner. With the first pick, the Carolina Panthers select. Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast. As, as, excuse me, episode 312, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. A little special edition breaking news popped off Friday with the big trade up. We talked about it months ago with the same group of fellas. So, of course, we had to jump on as soon as we could to kind of and let the dust settle a little bit, get a couple free agent signings under the belt, allegedly. Can't happen till Wednesday. You know, people could pull up, pull out of the trade or pull out of their signings, but we'll get into all that. But first, let's intro everybody. Uh, Jeeves, man, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Work's been work's been a little slow lately, but I can take it. Okay. Um, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 on Twitter and Instagram. All right, and uh, Lurs ready for the tournament. UConn in it. Got the Panthers jacket on. UConn hat on. How you doing? Oh yeah. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing absolutely great. Fantastic. Great. Where can the people find you if you want to be found? Uh, Plaza Midwood. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Harold, Harold Jenderson, Twitter, Lurs Mania, Instagram. Okay. Same old, same old. And Lurs, is that a throwback jacket you got on? I'm seeing an old school logo there. Is that pull out of like... Oh, yeah. This is real throwback. You can see the like stains on it. And oh, yeah. Is that a, the old Reebok <laughs> Classic? Yep. Okay. Nice. Yep. I nice. think this was the last year uh, Reebok okay. was making stuff, but nice. this is one one of my all time favorite jackets. I wish I could get a. I, a new, I found a new one. It's funny you say that because literally some of my favorite stuff was the Reebok era, and I found oh, yeah. one of those pullovers a couple uh, last year during the summer at Goodwill, and it's the same size. And I have two of the same ones of those, just like regular oh. pullovers, the Carolina Panthers equipment. I was like, I gotta get it. Ooh. It's one of my favorite style of jackets and stuff they had so yeah that's Reebok stuff was pretty good so yeah very very underrated very agreed. underrated agreed all right PlayStation man how you doing Duvall oh man I'm good man can't complain uh happy pie day to everyone oh that is right um, hey so uh if you're looking for me just Duvall on Instagram Rod vs Duvall on Twitter all right Caleb how you doing good fellas how could you be bad? The Panthers finally listened to us after five years. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but no, I'm good. And if uh, you want to find me, I'm also in Plaza Midwood when I, <laughs> at, at Caleb Combs on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Uh, for me, J Roll Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And then hit our YouTube. They see me rolling for brew reviews, reaction videos, beerio carts, all that good stuff. But let's get to why we're here. As we said, I mean, months ago, years ago, Caleb was taught. I mean, Lurz and I have been on a train of not trading away a lot of picks. Caleb brought up a great point that kind of made me change my thought process last time we were on about how we haven't done any. We've done the same thing for 30 years. We've traded away some ones before, Jonathan Stewart, Jimmy Clausen, here and there, but we've never won the Super Bowl. So why not try something different? And it kind of opened up like, yeah, why not? They've assembled this crazy cast of uh, coaching so why not go get the guy we've been waiting on it we've been spinning tires on quarterbacks since Cam Newton's shoulder got demolished by TJ Watt on Thursday night football and so now was the time you know we can debate on this year next year whatever but now was the time and I think we're all pretty happy about it but it's good like you said it's good it's exciting who knows what's going to happen but at least it gives you something more to cheer about and some hope we've got hope again so I don't know who else wants to jump in Caleb Lurs, Duvall, and share their thoughts as well. 
I think Caleb should go since right. he's been a uh, champion. Uh, what happened? To okay, happen the let's longest, go. I guess. Oh man, that a lot to unpack. But um, yeah, the, I think it's the we could talk. I'm sure we'll get into the DJ Moore part of this trade. But I think that uh, none of it matters if you don't have a quarterback. Yep. And uh, who knows if one of these guys is the guy? But I'm just glad we're gonna try. And yep. at the end of the day, I don't think you're setting your franchise back by giving away one first next year, right? Like, that's basically what it is in a couple seconds. So um, it's worth a try, and I don't know if they have a certain guy in mind yet, but uh, I'm sure that they they do giving away all of that, or at least one or two and not three or four in mind. So I couldn't be more happy. Um, it's something I've been begging for for years since they missed out on Herbert when they the first year they got rid of Cam. So I'm glad they're doing it, and uh, now they just have to use all that brain power they brought in. Because as we said the last time we talked, the hiring of Frank Reich was for a quarterback. Yep. The hiring of Jim mm-hmm. Caldwell, the hiring of Josh McCown. You bring all that firepower in, it's to get a brand-new quarterback yep. and, and to train them. And I think they did it. They have a good O-line, so it, it seems set up for success. Just go get the guy you want. Duvall. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know if Lewis wanted to go, but uh, I'm with you. Um, I think you know we haven't really had a lot of excitement here in Carolina in the past couple of years. Um, we did, as Jacob spoke to, we kind of did something totally different. Um, of course, everybody's looking at, oh, you gave up this, you gave up that, you gave up a player. I think ultimately they didn't want to give up three ones. So, yeah. I mean, they would have had to give that up. And I don't, I think three ones may have set us back a little bit further than one, one next year and DJ Moore, which, and again, we'll get more in depth than that, which I, I did not want to see him leave. I don't think he wanted to leave either, but I think also at the same time, there's a way that they evaluate the offense. And obviously they looked at DJ Moore as more of an asset and that they could, find a way to kind of make up for whatever all the production that he had, whether it be free agency drafting somebody in the second, third round, and they'd be a whole lot cheaper. So um, I, I, all in all, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. I'm interested to see what route they go. And of course we'll know in the next couple of weeks, but I mean, the week after uh, the combine, obviously they will, worn away by at least two guys i think so uh more more to come looking forward to it and of course we'll get into free agency which i think they've done a pretty good job too as well yeah i i mean i'm just gonna echo what you guys are saying right now because i'm excited there's a lot of hope and there has been not a lot of hope <laughs> yeah at least real you know, hope like yeah. every season i have hope yep. it, most time it's fake hope this is real hope. Like I have hope for this season and I have so much hope for the future. Like if you look, I I mean, I had a DJ Moore Jersey, right? Like I love DJ, but bottom line is a lot easier to find a receiver, a lot easier to trade for a receiver down the road than it is to find your franchise guy. And I think, you know, exactly what Caleb said. I, I think they know, I mean, at least the one or two guys that they want and they wouldn't have traded up to one and wouldn't have traded DJ. Yeah. If they didn't know who they wanted, I think a lot of uh, a lot of the rumors right now. I think we're messing with Houston, and I love it. I love that we're mm-hmm. just in control, and I love that Fitterer recognized that. I love that 
Tepper recognized that. I mean, we I've sat here and ripped Tepper to, a, I mean, oblivion on Twitter, on a podcast, whatever. But, I mean, I'll give him credit a thousand percent. He did everything I've wanted to, to do so far. And he's doing, I mean, and we're doing more, you know, with free agency. So, I'm, I mean, I'm ecstatic. And we got so much money next year. Like, it's crazy. Like, and if you would have told me two years ago we would have traded CMC and DJ Moore, right? Like, I'd probably be like, oh, dear God, like, where are we heading? But, yeah. I mean, we control the draft. We're going to, like, we're going to have a guy. And if he sucks, in two years from now, we'll have a top pick again and can do it again. So, <laughs> I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard. And I love it. Yeah. And just to just to echo something you just said, Lourdes, is I've been in a really weird place with the Panthers the last five years. <laughs> like, like, I, like, Matt Rule comes in and there's some excitement, but then they get rid of Cam and you're like, okay, at least they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. And then they bring in Teddy Bridgewater and you're like, this team's winning five games for the next three years. Yeah. And, and it, it's been a really weird place to whether I've been cheering for wins or cheering for losses. And this is the first time that the, the coach is in place. They're going to go get a rookie quarterback that's going to have a lot of pressure. It's like, I don't care if we go 0-17 or 8-9 next year. We can all sit here and cheer for success and cheer for him to just look better in the second half. Because I think all of us know we're not winning the Super Bowl next year. But this play is for years down the road. Hey, let's get there. You know we're going to crank it up. Hey, come August, September, we'll be cranking up the defense Super Bowl. My point to that is this is the first time in five years I feel like I can be like an all-in fan again. Like it feels Mm -hmm. like they finally have a direction and we're – there just seems to be a plan in place that's going to be really successful in a few years. And I think, yeah, to, to piggyback off that, Caleb, I was talking with people at the office, as I'm sure we all have with coworkers. It really feels like you just said they're doing everything right. Like we haven't – they got the coach staff. They've even hired guys. When you look at San Francisco, they basically got Christian McCaffrey for free, right? Because they comp picked all those picks they gave away, they got back in comp. Well, now we're using the whole system. We're hiring guys that deserve to get hired but also are minorities. And if they go on to bigger and better jobs, we then get comp picks for that. So they're finally using all the avenues to try to win and not necessarily going, okay, we're not going to sign any free agents so we can get comp picks. Like, no, go sign free agents. You're not good enough just to let guys walk and not sign anybody back. And so now it seems, like you said, trading up, using that. And, again, you look at the trade, DJ Moore, it sucks to let him go. But – if that was the sticking point, it seems like they said the Raiders were in on it, and maybe I think there was another team that was kind of in on trading the Colts. And, you know, maybe they offered Devontae Adams to Raiders. The Colts didn't really have a receiver to offer, and we've all been killing the Bears for not giving Justin Fields any help. So that was a sticking point. And, again, being out only one year of a first-round pick sits a lot better than maybe the next two years and even it's a tw- and you still have your second round pick next year, and you only gave up your second round right. pick in twenty twenty five. So you're hoping for let's see, you, like you said, realistically, you know eight nine nine and eight something like that. Hopefully it's not a a bad zero oh, and something one and something, and, and the one pick goes goes away. But all in all, I feel good about it, and it's like. At least, like you said, Caleb, you're feeling like I can cheer for wins and not necessarily have to cheer for, oh, I hope this guy loses so he can get fired. Yeah, and and to, just to my the way I've looked at this DJ Moore thing, because it sucks, right? Like, yeah. obviously, I'd rather have C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young and DJ Moore, like yeah. all of us would. But it wasn't in the cards, right? Yeah. That wasn't in the cards. And the way you could break it, the, the way I've brought it 
broke it down in my head is we had CMC and DJ Moore on this roster for the last five years, and we've had zero playoff appearances. Yeah. And I know playoff appearances and wins aren't receiver and running back stats that you should, but at the end of the day, they did not translate to us winning. Yeah. So I would much rather go get a guy that can translate to win. And just as Lore said, we you find receivers in free agency, and you can find free – and the last few years, look at whatever uh, – uh, digs to the Bills. Yep. Josh Allen shot up. Um, Waddle, Tua would look better. You know, it's well, like all – The A.J. Brown trade last year AJ to Brown, the Eagles. Exactly. I mean, and that's uh, – and that's, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek, yeah, Tyree I mean – that yeah. you can draft them, you Devontae. can develop them, but sometimes the best way, and like you said, if you're looking three, if you're going into year three and you and you still haven't found a receiver, that's when you might package some picks or something to go get a, a proven receiver, as the Bills did. So again, I look at and, and, and back off of Caleb's point, we haven't won anything. So again, wh- why not try something different, right? Yeah. Like the definition of of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And you know what? That's where I applaud them from finally, as, as Lur said, we were killing Tepper because we were c- kind of doing the same thing, killing Rule. They've done something different. Now, again, this isn't the trade where we traded back up to get Otal, Stewart, or whatever it was and gave up a one. This luckily wasn't trading a one pick the following year in the, to move up in the second round to get Everett Brown. This is to go up and get a fucking <laughs> legit quarterback who one or two, if you go Bryce Young, if you go Stroud, we, I think we all can agree have been better than the options we've had since before Cam's shoulder just completely dissipated. So, again, if you're not happy about that, which I know no one here is, but in general, then you're just trying to be salty. And, and again, the effort is there. And now, again, all these coaches and the salaries that Tepper's willing to pay, it's time for them to put up or shut up, and, and we'll see what happens. And we may be a little weak on the outside this year. Like, Adam Thielen may be our number one wide receiver. <laughs> but, but, Lord, we're going to have a great O-line. And if you have a decent running game, the rookie can at least learn, learn the offense. And like Lur said at the beginning, we're going to have so much money next offseason. Oh, yeah. man. That, that, like, we can go out there and have a Bears-type offseason next year where we're going and trading for or signing guys. And it'll be a different feeling a year from now than it is has been in a long – I don't remember the Panthers ever having money in an offseason. I know, So right? next, next year is going to be a real it's, different – It's – you know, I think it was like $150 million that Obviously, they signed some guys this year. So probably upwards of $100 million in cap yep. space next year where, like you said, you get a, you get another veteran receiver. You get whatever other holes and pieces. But, I mean, you look around. They got two number, two number one – or first-round picks at corner. C.J. Henderson still struggling, but we'll figure it out. Two defensive players that, on the line that are – for, uh, number one of our first round picks linebackers questionable safeties they kind of shorted up we can jump in the you know von bell coming back to the mm-hmm. nfc south they you know they jump in with the the guy what you call it, shy tuttle oh coming, tuttle baby yeah so and and matt ryan that's right yeah. yeah who was it was it was it matt ryan or was it uh he shot Matt Ryan right into the turf, That's right. baby. <laughs> so, I mean, they're making those smart signings, not spending a lot of crazy money. And then I mean, the, the wild one, the bridge quarterback, oh, Andy Dalton. Doo-doo Dalton's going to be in here. So, But that's fine. Yeah, so Five million, though. Yes. I mean, Taylor Heineke went for double. Yes, that's true. So, I mean, if you're telling well, me that we got Andy Dalton, who was also the, the, the veteran quarterback for Justin Fields, yeah. I mean, to me, it's all – I mean, it's all setting up for Stroud, in my opinion, but uh, I love it. I mean, yeah. and Bozeman, like, we signed Bozeman for $6 million a year for three years. Like, yeah. I was ready to give him 10 easy. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just keep it coming. 
I'll keep, I, what's next, you know? <laughs> and, we, and I don't, I, I, this is just a guess, but I think they wanted Darnold back and Darnold didn't want to come back. Which is fair. situation of money. Because yeah, Darnold, Darnold signed for less money. Yeah. You know, he was like three and a half or whatever. Yeah, and, was, and so. I think Darnold made a great play because I, I really think What's He's his, the best quarterback on their roster. Yes, because all the other yeah. guys, all the other guys are hurt right now. I, it really makes yeah. me wonder about uh, what's his name's elbow. Purdy, Purdy, Purdy's elbow. But and, and and maybe and I'll give you this. Dalton will give you what five to six games, and then that sixth or seventh game is where he completely shits the bed. So that's all San Francisco needs is if they need him. But you know, good. It's like I said, it's just good to clean. Sometimes you just got to clean slate some players. Yeah. Let him yeah. go. Let him go do his thing. You get Dalton. Now, what I don't want is whatever quarterback they do, I don't want them to do kind of what the Bears did with Justin Fields and just say, oh, Dalton's going to be our starter. No. If yeah. you trade all of this, regardless of who it is, they should. That I know, has to be your starter. Yeah. Football is all about competing. We all get that. But let's not yep. bullshit it. If you take a guy number one overall, nobody's paying tickets to go see Andy Dalton start games unless that quarterback's hurt. So this guy needs to be – all those coaches we're talking about need to prep this guy up, coach him up, and he needs to be a starter day one, home, away, whatever it may be. He is a sole Derek Anderson type player. If, yep. if Stroud gets hurt for one game, Andy Dalton could come in a game manager win. Yes. You know what I mean? But he yeah. is strictly there for Stroud and Bryce to have lunch with, talk game film with. Yep. He is, And I, I think they believe that too. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think we'll see Andy Dalton start unless there's some injuries or anything. Unless both of the quarterbacks well, I, are yeah. And like you said, the field situation, Pittsburgh wasted half the year last year with Trubisky yep. Yep. and then started starting Pickett. And they, they almost the made the playoffs. Time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> just do what we did with Cam. Throw your guy out there. Let him learn the offense. Let him take, you know, his lumps. And, and mm-hmm. by year two, be ready to roll. Yes. Yep. And I mean I don't think he's going to take too many uh, physical lumps given our O-line. I mean, okay. I mean it's yeah. like we're set up. I know our receivers are not there yet. <laughs> yeah. We don't technically have a running back yet, but we will. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not worried at all. It's, about it's March. Running, whoever it is at running back, like I hope Foreman's back, but whoever it is, there's plenty of them out there that are good. You know what I mean? And the receivers, yeah. I mean, I still want, wouldn't mind Nuke, but uh, – if, we, if you're telling me we get Adam Thielen, we sign another like middle of the road guy like a Slayton or a, a Hardman. I'd love Hardman. Yeah, he he's a different type of player. We still got Marshall, who once Rule was canned, actually yeah. got to breathe a little bit on the field, <laughs> and he he yeah. didn't do bad at all. So I mean, I love it, and I love having Josh McCown in there because uh, if you look also, a lot of these younger QBs that have done good have had in a like. Look at the, their quarterback coaches. Like Mark Brunel's someone's quarterback coach who who did good last year. Like every single one of them has a former quarterback, and it's like we literally have a former player at every single coaching spot on our yeah. team. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. I love it. And I think us as a group have always talked ourselves in to possibly going to the playoffs, at, like in the last few years. But I truly believe that we're not overstepping when we're saying that it finally feels like they're they're to, they're in a place to succeed, and yeah. they may not make the playoffs next year, but it, they they are going to have their quarterback, they're going to have their offensive line in place for the next three years. They have a defense who who a good defensive coordinator. It just feels like the franchise finally 
Like, we can be homers all we want, but finally, yeah. if I was a fan of another team, I'd be jealous of them. Well, and, and like you said, it sounds like Tampa's kind of tanking for Drake May or Caleb Williams, right? They're going to let Trask play it out, maybe sign a Baker or whatever. New Orleans is doing their last Hail Mary with this coach, Dennis Allen's last hurrah, so of course he wants to go veteran quarterback. And then Atlanta's doing their kind of, let's see what Ritter's got, and if it sucks, they'll blow it up and be up at the top and figure it out. So, like you said, playoffs, we're sitting here in March. It's it's there. We'll see how it pieces together. But, oh, and Adam, to your thing, Brunel's a quarterback's coach for the Lions. So okay. and, and Goff looked oh, pretty right. good last year. For right. what, you know, everybody had wrote him off. Now, I want to touch on Adam's point about the running backs because I have solely moved on to don't ever pay running backs anymore. Let them, let, draft them, draft them, let them walk. And then if you want to sign cheap veterans – you know, Foreman last year, cheap veteran. If he wants to come back cheap, because if you look at the last 10 years of Super Bowl winners and who's been in the Super Bowl, all their, I mean, last year, what, the Chiefs, their first-round pick didn't even play in the game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, it was Sky Moore, Jarek McKinnon, you know. And Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah, seven, six like and seven, yeah, yeah, six and seventh-round I mean, picks and, and, and scrub-free agents who are big. Like, McKinnon was a big-time signing for the Niners years ago, but blew his knee out twice. And then, you know, caught on with the Chiefs and Andy Reid system. So, I've moved on from that, especially looking at the Eagles. They had Miles Sanders, second-round pick, Bart Scott, all these guys who, again, draft a guy if you want to in the first round. That's fine. Pick up his fifth-year option. But once that happens, let him go and spend that money elsewhere because you can find the Pachecos, the Sky Moors, the Deuce Vaughns who, I mean, there's guys out there and they're so cheap. You don't need to pay these guys. And I'm not drafting a running back in the first three rounds unless I, have a soli- unless I have a solidified yes. every po- other position. Agreed. Like, like I, I think you just said It's a luxury. It's yeah. a luxury, yes. And maybe Christian was when Cam was healthy and yes. everything. Yes, yes. But, but re-signing him was the biggest mistake. But, like, I wouldn't take Bijan Robinson in the first round if I was no. up. No, no, unless you're bottom 20s. If you're bottom yes. 20s and you're feeling good about everything and he's right. just – and you're like, well, we had this guy number five overall on our board. He slid down. Right. Why not? Like, yeah. but like the Eagles. The Eagles, Eagles exactly. Yes. Yes. The Eagles, yeah. And they have multiple picks, right, yeah. too. Yeah. So they, they they have And they've already been drafting to replace some of their guys that have left. Yep. I, mean, I mean, if you look at the good teams, we're finally doing what the good yes. teams do. It yes. seems <laughs> like, at least. You know, yeah. we, we still got draft day to come, so who knows. That's true. But, I mean, it's and then the defense too. Like we're getting Chin back to where he should be. Yep. Rule about ruining his damn career. <laughs> and I love, I love that we're going to be running uh, Derek Brown as an end in a three in a three four. Yeah. Like think of that Burns next to Brown next to this Tuttle guy who's mean. So yeah. I mean, I love it. And that's not to mention we could go DN in the second round. We could get a we could sign a Calais Campbell vet type guy. You know, the second wave. Should be pretty exciting for us because I think there'll be plenty of bargains, and it seems like players want to play for Carolina again. It, yeah. it seems like it at least. Yeah. So I mean, DJ Moore did not want to leave, right? Shaq Thompson, I hope Didn't he took a leave. lot less money. Yeah. yeah, I hope he took a lot less. I'm interested to see what he actually, you know, his restructure is. But regardless, I think that's a good. I mean, it's a great sign for once, and like we've been saying, it's it's kind of been false hope, especially the last two years, like. It's it's nice. It's nice for once. It's nice that we're also all kind of like. It's like hard. How could any Panthers fan be upset right now? Agree. You well, know, I don't know how. 
when they take Will Levis first over. Wow, don't, don't put that in the air. Don't put that in the air. Don't put that in the air. We made that trade so we have no shot at yes. drafting him. <laughs> yes. I, I hope. Yes. I, yeah, the only the only way, and we'll, we, let's let's get into this caveat since it's been brought up. The now it's like, oh, they're willing to trade down. Well, we all obviously the only thing was like Adam brought up earlier. Somehow we convinced Houston we're taking Bryce Young or whoever their guy is they want, and we flip it for a third round pick and we go to two and then we get our guy or whatever. I think because you can't go past three because three no. is. Uh, well, three's Arizona, Arizona right? so you can you got to stay. They're trading that. They're like, trading that. Yeah, so you, the, the farthest you can fall is three, because at four is the Colts, and you don't want to get past them, and, and because then you're picking, like you said, Levis or Richardson, and Richardson has the highest upside, says everybody, but he also could flame out as fast as he mm-hmm. rose up these draft boards. So I don't think you right. trade all these picks again, and they're saying Richardson may need to sit a year or two. Yeah, he, We're not in that luxury, ready. so to me it's hey. either Bryce or, or – uh, Stroud. Stroud, yeah. Stroud. And I don't Stroud think and three, I don't think three is realistic because Arizona has no reason to come up to one. Agreed. So, yep. so, like, so, like, the only way they're throwing this out there is to move back with Houston. Yep. Yep. And, I, and I mean, truly, I hope they – I hope that's not part of their plan because if they're really okay <laughs> – uh, because if they're okay with either, I, I want everybody in that building to be set on one guy. Yeah. You Just know take the I mean? guy. Yeah. And I would rather that – but if you have some inside knowledge where you know 100% sure they're taking Bryce and you want Stroud and you can somehow go to two and get another pick or Brandon Cooks or whatever in the yeah. deal, fine. But, like, that still scares me. Because yeah. then what if, yeah. like, because what if Houston at the last minute's like, oh, we'll take uh, – or what if Baltimore calls them and says, hey, here's Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Jeff, yeah. want number one, and they come up and Agreed. get Stroud. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so risky. But I, but I will say, to, to counter devil's advocate, at least they're – like you we talked about earlier, at least they're playing the game, right? Yes. They're not they're, – like, like you might as well play the game and leak out, hey, we're still open for more deals and not shutting – not like clamming up like, nope, we're, we're setting our sights on these four quarterbacks and we're only doing this – so that's a good sign too, where it's like, okay, at least they're opening to all different kinds of avenues. We w- we have never made a trade like this, so it's cool to see, like, oh, okay, we went from nine to one, gave up a lot, but not not a lot to me. That's so crippling. It's not a Ricky Williams trade every single draft pick trade, like, and we've t- you know, thinking about it, the last couple teams that have traded up, I mean, the Rams did it, had golf, went to two Super Bowls, won one out of the two. The Eagles did it, went to two Super Bowls, won one out of two. The second time, they completely retooled their roster. But Wentz got hurt, but he still led them on an MVP-type season, got to the Super Bowl, won it. Now, you know, you could you could flash in the pan the, the – what, the the Colts – no, Colts had the one pick, but the then the Redskins trading up for RG3. But that's just a freak injury. But, again – But, yeah, they made the playoffs. Yes, and look that's at, true. Even, even the Chiefs and the Bills both traded yep. two first to get Josh Allen and Mahomes, right? Yep. And – Kansas City won their first Super Bowl on Mahomes' rookie deal. Yep. I mean, that rookie deal at quarterback is such an yes. advantage if the guy can play. And it's it's like – it's what we've been wanting. I mean, we did want it as soon as Cam left, right? Because, yep. like, I think we all did not want Teddy for how much <laughs> – for $20 million. Like, that still blows my mind we did that, but that's in the – like, it's nice that we can laugh about it now. Right? <laughs> it, took, like, it, took, it took us five years to get up, you know, to move on from yep. it. Yes. Seriously, did we yeah. love it. We've been kind of grasping at it for five years. Yeah, and even if this – I mean, there's no guarantee whoever we draft is going to be good, right? He could be a bust too, but I'd rather swing and miss than than strike out looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
it's the age-old debate, right? It's like, would you sell your soul, aka the next 10 years of first-rounders for one Super Bowl, or would you rather have the next 10 first-rounders go to 10 playoffs and win zero Super Bowls? I'm at the point as a Panther fan where I want one Super Bowl. I don't care about the, the Rams. The, the Rams. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I'm sitting, I, at, I'm sitting at the Rams. Caleb, I think you said last time we were on here, they're having to blow it all up. But you know what? Fuck it. They went to two Super Bowls. They won one. Yes. And you can sit back and go, you know what? I got to see a fucking Super Bowl win. We did everything we could. And they still yeah. kept trying this year. It makes you it makes you wonder what the hell they were doing, offering all that for McCaffrey, offering all that for Burns. And now they're kind of blowing it all up. I guess they just won last little ditch effort. But now they're like, all right, we know we did say fuck them picks, but now we kind of need some of those picks back. But again, like yeah, we yeah. just talked about, they went all in, they went with a plan, and yes, one or two plays differently could have went their way. If the if the Bengals player makes that pick in the Super Bowl at the fifty yard line instead of dropping it, they could have lost it. But I mean, they got the Super Bowl win. You know, you chalk it up and then figure it out later on. And I'm with you, Caleb. I'm sure we all are. I would just love – we've seen two losses. I'd love to just see a win no matter how we get there if you sell that soul. So, And, I mean, we sold it for the number one pick in the draft, right? So yep. we're going to have this guy for a while if he's good. So, yep. I mean, oh. it's it's full, it's foolproof. And by the time – I mean, we're going to have all our picks by the time this quarterback will want to get paid, right? So it's just – the future looks bright. And we're finally doing things the right way, like yep. – it's awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's just awesome. I, don't I wish know. I know how to describe it better. I wish the draft was tomorrow. I'm ready. Oh my god, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm tired of the discourse already, man. It's like 44 days. What is it? I mean, yeah, I had it the other day, but oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait for the match draft. And hey, guess what? We don't have to sit. For three hours waiting for the ninth pick in the draft. You know what I mean? <laughs> action. And who knows? Maybe we'll trade. We got twos and threes. Maybe we trade up to the end of the first and draft a receiver. You know that falls. Who uh, knows yeah, what yeah. we do? Or it's Go ahead. What are you saying? I was going to say, or Don Kincaid. I want the oh, I love him Utah. too. Well, see, I, I think. I trade up. I think we like these tight end class a lot because. I mean, that looking at the Waller trade, you know, some people are like, oh, I'd have gave up a three, whatever. No, nah, I'd rather get one of these rookies. Yeah. 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 Well, Waller, damn, he can't, he got he got paid. He just can't stay healthy anyway. So that's a – Yeah, no. I wouldn't have – Which is another thing. Which is another thing you got to look at too. Like, I mean, it, if – and and I'm going to go all the way back to the DJ Moore thing. And, and I did not want him to leave. But I think also as a – if they're analyzing the roster and you're looking at DJ's production, and granted, of course, the quarterback had to do a job of getting him the ball. But if you're saying to yourself, if you're paying a man this type of money, and to Caleb's point and everybody's point, if you're not winning, okay, so what's the biggest benefit? If we can plug somebody in that's a quarter of the amount that you are, can possibly do the same things. And I'm not saying that Terrence Marshall could do the same things DJ Moore can, but if you can put him, Thielen, a decent tight end, you're able to kind of fill that gap, you're able to be okay. I mean, that's just like Foreman and McCaffrey. Was Foreman, is Foreman a better running back than McCaffrey? No, I, I don't think so. But the way he played here that last little bit, you wouldn't have been able to tell. <laughs> yeah, At least on a run perspective. He did better, I mean, he did yeah, better so, on so the I, same team. So it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, and, and all you need is an opportunity. So I think the one good thing, the exciting part about everything this year is is. One, we're going to see a lot of guys 
that did not potentially have an opportunity to be successful actually have an opportunity, whether it be veterans that are coming over on cheaper deals or there they are this could be their veteran payday or like fresh off a contract and trying to prove themselves or even a veteran trying to kind of really on their last leg, whether it be Thielen or, or whoever it is. And then, like I said, Marshall, he was the third receiver at LSU. Of course, he's hearing the noise that he he's probably saying, I'm just as good, if not better than all those other guys. So if he gets an opportunity to really break out, I mean, I mean, it could be really good. So, yeah. And you know, what's really ticked me off about the DJ Moore trade is that the national media finally knows who DJ Moore is. It's like, we've had DJ Moore, we've had CMC and we haven't had a Sunday night football game in five years. It, nobody gave a shit about us with those guys on our no. team. It's like, who cares if they're gone? Let's get a guy in here that we can market and, and, it, it really is amazing to hear like all these people compare DJ Moore to all these the top five best receivers in the league all of a sudden. When we've known he's that good, he's just had fucking She's chicken soup yeah. at quarterback. Yeah, man, it's yeah. ridiculous. And I mean, so, let's let's. I mean, DJ Moore had the most touchdowns in his career last year, and it was seven. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, let's. And, and they're all also. I know, and this isn't about to turn into me shitting on DJ Moore, but I just want to point <laughs> right, out, right. I, we're hearing the same things, too. Like, I, I'm already seeing Bears fans. Oh, they can run him out of the backfield. Oh, they can do this and that. All right, let's see it. I mean, I, I'd like to see it. I mean, I kind of feel bad for DJ because he's still kind of in a run-first offense. But, like, clearly they're, gonna, they're trying to air it out now. They're giving Fields everything he can do. And I think they'll – I mean, they should be good. That division's wide open, too. So – but let's, I think it's let's, a win-win, win-win trade too. Yes. By the way, like there's a lot of people saying we got fleeced. Yeah, I thought we gave up. I thought the three first was guaranteed, and maybe DJ Moore, yeah. right? So yeah. the fact that we yeah. didn't give up the three first was awesome to me. Yeah, another and, awesome. And, I'm just awesome. And Bears fans need to take a step back. They have a, they have a Justin Fields second year, and they got had the number one pick this year. It's like yeah. I know they burned yeah. they burned yeah. two of his years already, and they I know that's that's and that's and I guess that's the next step I want to see. I didn't even think about that until you said it. Yeah, wow. like, like, yeah. They, like what, what do they have to say? Yes, so they've yeah. already like you said they're they're going to be sitting in that territory after this year. Hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he plays good, and they're going to go. Oh shit, we got to pick up that option. What are we going to do? Because they wasted two the years. Guy. So that's yeah. The guy. So that's what I'm hoping with us. Whenever we, I don't want any of that. It'll follow around. Start the guy off the jump, and like you said, we're gonna know in two years. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, he's had some flash plays. We don't know because no, you need to know ASAP with these rookie contracts of where you're yep. gonna go. So yeah, it's it's wild that it's taken the Bears. I mean, and, and speaking of getting fleeced, then people forget that they traded the 32nd overall pick for Chase Claypool. So listen, right? they they've done some oh, dumb fuck. shit. They did some <laughs> dumb shit too. But I mean, I don't know what people thought they were going to get for the number one overall pick. Like to me, that like Adam said, it was almost like exactly what you would thought. I would have thought it would have been instead of a twenty twenty second, it would have been a twenty twenty four second, and that would have wiped us out next year. But I think it was kind of smart to say, okay, we'll give you next year's first, and then the following year's second, so we still have a somewhat high pick if we do end up top five. Bears will get that pick. It'll kind of suck, but then at least we'll have pick, what, 37 or something like that, and you feel, okay, someone's going to slide there. So I thought it was well, a smart move. I thought they gave up. Once you sit down and, and let the initial steam kind of wear off of letting go of DJ Moore, like we've all said, to make a trade, you got to give up something to get something. 
And going from nine to one doesn't really happen. And not to give up three ones, three twos, and three threes all in that and and come away with still a one pick in two years, I think is pretty solid. And two points off of that, Jacob, and this isn't a Bears combo, but Poles, their GM, said that he wanted to stockpile picks in the future for this in case they need a quarterback. That is a quote. (laughs) That is a quote from their GM. Jesus. (laughs) And people are making fun of us who are already there that needed to stockpile picks to trade up for a quarterback. So it's just like he's trying to do for the future what we're doing right now. Yep. And then your second point is it was absolutely cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Yep. I mean, you're ninth. You got to get up to one. History shows us that other teams have paid more to get up to that high. And you're jumping four other teams in front of you that want quarterbacks. Yep. Yep. You know, you're not competing by yourself. You're not picking third trying to get. It third. wasn't. It's not last year's draft where it was only Kenny Pickett right. and maybe Malik Willis. But obviously, we found out no one really liked him in the first round. So you could wait. Right. And you're giving up one first round pick. That is it. Yeah. It, yeah. It says two, but really you're getting this year's. Yep. You're just and, yep. and think of this. Everyone's like, well, next year better quarterback class, right? Which used to always be my fucking phrase. No one's trading those picks. No one That's was trading. No. We tried to get Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Yep. They said no to any trade. Yes. Trevor Lawrence. No one was trading that pick. No one's trading the top two picks next nope. year unless, unless Mahomes breaks his knee in the first game. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. whoever says, and who knows? Whoever <laughs> says we would be like hot five doesn't yeah. know our roster or watch. Football. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't be top five the last three years with a damn – Use uh, car yeah. salesmen as a Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, think about how bad our O-line was two of those years. Like, yeah. And we still yeah. couldn't be bad. That's like, true. Bad that's a, enough. That's a very solid point. With with how bad the rock, the coaching staff's been, we still were able to pick inside the top ten, but not bad enough I to know. get the number Five. one overall pick. Yeah. And I know yeah. Lurs tweeted out, like, whoever ends up with one-two, Barring it's a team that has already taken a quarterback, and, and like you said, it's Mahomes or it's somebody yeah. who who got hurt. No, if you're sitting at one and you like, oh, like you said, the Burrow year, the Lawrence year. No, no matter what, because everybody knows how expensive it is. Unless someone's offering four ones, but even then, four ones isn't worth getting. Like it's not gonna in your mind if you don't have a franchise quarterback, you got to take that guy. And this year we decided yeah, to take that guy. The Bears fucked it all up. Lovey Smith. Gave him one fuck over to the Houston Texans by winning that last game and kind of fucking them over yep. with it. Because I'm sure the Houston Houston would have not traded the one overall pick. We would have had to trade up to number two, and it might have cost the yep. same thing. And we would have just picked off of whatever, you know, who they decide. So uh, it, yeah. it, it's funny how it all shakes out. You know, time's a flat circle, all that good stuff. But, yeah, I, it, you can't bank on – if you keep banking on next year, you're always going to be banking on next year. At some point, you have to yep. go and make that move – We've been talking about next year for five years. We finally made the move, so let's just hope they don't fuck and, it up. Well, y'all want to and talk to about to that, Go ahead, Duval. Oh, 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 I was no, just going to say, and to add to that, every every year they always talk about there's a better QB class. And yeah, every single class. year they talk about the same shit. So you really don't know what you're going to get. But, I mean, and, and those two could come out, and some could be really well, or one of them might flame out or whatever the case yeah. may be. So you really don't know. So I can't bank on – all you can focus on is, like, what's now. So, like, yeah. right now – we can't worry about Drake May. We're worried about whether it's Stroud or Young, anybody else other than those two. <laughs> but like that, that's that's where they at. That's where they are. Because just like last year, they were like, "Oh, this year is going to be so much better." 
or when Trevor Lawrence went out, oh, well, in two years, this is going to be great with Stroud and Young. And I was like, we'll just see. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, also another refreshing rule just tells so many lies, like <laughs> the past three years, right, trying to sell us on things. Fitterer has been truthful about everything he said. He said he's going to be in on every deal, and he has been. He said, this is your year. We're going to make a run for the division. And he clearly is, right? Like, whether it's a run for the division for this year or for the next five years, like, he's making a run at it. He's doing what he's saying. And, I mean, it's it's really exciting. Like, we're, we're at Odell's workout, right? Like, yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, someone was saying, like, why would DeAndre Hopkins want to come here? It's like, why wouldn't he? You know what I mean? We got nothing but, like, we got nothing but positive things going for us and a bright future. And if you see a, a GM or an owner who wants, who's active, who wants to make a move, right, who's always trying to get better. And now, granted, the last three years, you could say, well, we did the complete opposite because we stayed the exact same every year. But <laughs> they were still trying, right? So they're not sitting there on their hands like the, the Hornets. You know what I mean? So it's awesome. It's awesome. I, and I hate that rule really clouded the fitter water because, like, you don't know who's yeah. responsible for what. Because I really like fit and I really like what he's done. And I lo- I've loved his free agencies. Um, I've loved his first-round draft picks. You know, but, like, there's still the Hassan Reddick over Dante Jackson or or not keeping Stephon Gill. You know, there's still those things, and you got to wonder who was pulling the strings there. Um, but – I I agree. I mean, fit. I think fits done incredible, and uh, I, I, I think he's had a really good offseason so far. I just like that he <laughs> he keeps swinging. Like he fucked up the C.J. Henderson one, and then at least he went Lavisca Chanel, right? Like he'll keep swinging on these trades, and he you know Sam Darnold one. He fucked that one up bad. But again, was that Matt Rule coming in saying we got to get this guy, and he's like kind of just trying to mesh with the new coach because it's his first time as a GM. Like, what was he doing? And they gave up so much for that. Then that luckily they did the Baker Mayfield trade pretty good and smartly cut him so the picks ended up yep. staying at a five and not yeah. jump up to a four because our quarterbacks kept getting hurt and he was going to eventually get back in the game and somehow fuck up that pick. So I'm yeah. with you on that, Kayla. It's good to now see give him a full off season of his moves, collaborate with Wright, with Wright at least letting him do his thing, put his input in. And having that, and it's, you know, cutting Elfline earlier today, getting Bozeman as we talked about. I mean, that starting five hopefully comes back strong. Corbett, I know, with the torn ACL is going to be tougher. But, again, I can see another third, fourth-round pick. You know, offensive lineman Cade Mays looks like a guy who played pretty well, building that depth up, building some of that defensive depth up. But, I mean, it just like you said, that hope is finally there where you can cheer for some wins. And see some light and just never be like, all right, well, how's Rule going to fuck it up somehow? Because that's yeah. what he's been doing. Yeah. Who do you think we take and uh, who do you want? I really think you go all the way up. And I think someone tweeted out how, what, Frank Wright's only coached like three quarterbacks that are under six foot and his yeah. whole tenure. So it seems like it's Stroud. Uh, I. I don't think you trade up that high for Levis, right? Like, Levis is the guy that you would hope slides if you stayed at nine or if you trade up. If everybody goes and you trade up to five or four, I don't know if if we didn't trade up to one. Um, Same with Richardson. I I mean, I'd be happy with either one. 
I think they've both proven that Georgia game for Stroud's me solidify like, okay. And I know Duvall's had his hard takes on Ohio State quarterbacks. And everybody's killing me at the office. Oh, it's Ohio State. You got to remove the decals on some of these because not yep. every, there's not one university out there that produces all the top quarterbacks. It's ebbs and flows. <laughs> I know Ohio State's put out some doo-doo ass quarterbacks, but every university's put out fucking doo-doo ass quarterbacks at some point. Yep. I mean, but and literally, if 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 the Ohio State kicker doesn't fuck that shit up, we honestly could be talking about <laughs> yeah. Stroud like Joe Burrow, where he gets to win it off. He could he could potentially beat. Uh, if they beat Georgia, because Georgia ended up smoking TCU, I think Ohio State could probably oh, yeah. beat Ohio fucking State TCU. And then it would have been yeah. like, I think we would have had to pay even more to go up top because it would have been a Burrow scenario there. And Stroud, all Stroud's yeah. receivers got hurt in that game too. Like he he ran the ball in that game yep. too. Like I mean, so he's the one I want now. But it's also I'm like whoever we're going to pick is the one I want, right? <laughs> because I want to be I want to be all aboard. Yep. So like at first I kind of thought it was young because I really I mean I've always said I really love his mind, yep. right? I know he can read a defense. He throws a great out ball, right? But the the size thing is the thing that always comes back to that, and especially coming off our last franchise quarterback, how his career here ended, you know, injuries, right? So I mean I think it's Stroud all the way. And uh, I, I really like it. I mean, Josh McCown, you saw that uh, we got they got a little lucky with uh, I think it's underdog fantasy or whatever. Yep. Uh, the Josh Norris, right? Yep. He did all the tapes with Josh McCown right before we uh, signed him. And yeah. he's like, he's like, he compared him to Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, case closed for me. Case closed for me. Yeah, and and I'll and I'll add to to your point, Jacob. You're right. I, I do have a thing for Ohio State quarterback, but you can also <laughs> make the case. If you flip it the other way, you can also say that Alabama hasn't really produced a lot of good That's quarterbacks. That's true, too. Yep. I mean, you, you could two, I mean, two K- three, Kentucky two, hasn't produced like, any quarterbacks. Yep. Florida they're, they're, they're hasn't. Two. I mean, like, that's the thing is you can go down this list and really – I mean, fuck, Tennessee hadn't done one since fucking Peyton Manning. Hendon Hooker's coming out. I mean, it, but, you know, it's just one of those things where if you, if you do want to pin it down on something, you can always say, well, you shouldn't do it because of this, but – Yeah. You never know. And I mean, right, but. Yeah, so that, that's very true. So, I mean, I, I guess, and, and to, to your point, I I kind of want Stroud just specifically about the size. Um, and I, I think, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching him at the Pro Day, and I, remember, I enjoyed watching him during the Georgia game. And I think he really made a lot of noise. And he's, he's he, I mean, I, of course, you know, a lot of the analysts were like, oh, he just throwing like he's been throwing the football for 30 years. Like, I mean, he made yeah. it look easy. Um, and, I, I mean, it would be a change of pace, and, and I think I think it would be Stroud. But I also, at the same time, I, I would not be mad if it was Bryce Young. Uh, his size is a thing, but, I mean, there's still been a lot of success. And I think also if you're able to put enough talent around any quarterback, they'll be able to make it work. So, I mean, and even though Young had less – throughout this year, which is why they say, oh, well, he was able to do so much. Well, which is why he was, I guess, Alabama had a down year, whatever the case may be. But, I mean, Alabama has the top talent regardless. No different than Ohio State. So, uh, I think it, I think it's going to be Stroud. But, I mean, who knows? We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I'll still get the jersey for whichever one it'll be. Yep. What about you, Caleb? I don't know which one I want. I think I want Stroud. I think I'm like 75% sure I want Stroud. Just And I, I don't like the size of Young either. I, I just think he's too small. He does seem smart, but like 
I don't even believe in like Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Like I think I, I really don't. I think Jalen Hurts just had the best O line and offensive players in football. Uh, but I I think Eileen Stroud. I was kind of Stroud during the season, and then when we were sitting at nine, I was hoping on maybe Stroud will slide to three or five. I also think that it's kind of, and this is just me guessing again, but like I feel like they know Houston wants Bryce Young, and I feel like they don't want Bryce Young. And that's why these reports are floating out there because they know mm. that they can go to two and still get their guy. Yeah. Um, so, so it, it feels like Frank Reich, everything he said is pointing towards CJ Stroud. I completely agree. And Josh McCown's uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a analysis of them, he totally leaned Stroud over Young. So it just feels like the tea leaves are there that they're going to go up for Stroud. And, and you, every single analyst says something different, right? Yeah. Like I can't, mm-hmm. I can't watch tape and tell you who's got better fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I kind of like Stroud's game more, just because mm-hmm. he feels like accuracy-wise, it, it's incredible. Like, and he he doesn't need to run around like like Bryce Young created a lot of his like open space almost, right? Like, yeah. to, to be able to see and whatnot, and that's kind of what McCown said about Young, like. Is he going to be able to do? He's going to need to be in the pocket in the yeah. NFL and like. Right. And I mean, we just saw. I mean, now the granted, this is. A, I'm not comparing the two players, but we just saw Baker Mayfield get about 50 balls batted down. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee it's true. Tepper yeah. don't want to see that ever again, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and and another the Stroud like people complain basically say, oh, Ohio State receivers were wide open. I mean, LSU receivers were yeah. wide open the yeah. whole time for Burrow. Yeah. Look at him, so. it's, it's funny you bring that up, Adam, because I literally had a guy at the office the other day talk about how, well, Stroud's just surrounded by all this NFL talent. I'm like, what, Burrow wasn't? Burrow literally had, like, three number one receivers. Like, what are we – like, you, you can't – but well, that's Joe Burrow. He's different. What do you – I mean, you – I said, if, if – like I said, Ohio State – It that just kicker, fits the narrative. Yes, if that yep. kicker doesn't fuck that up, Ohio State wins the national championship – and everyone's going, well, Stroud's going to go number one overall. Because I, th- and I And to me, Stroud is like what you would build a quarterback. 6'3", he's big, he can take the hits, and he can scramble when he needs to. He doesn't need to scramble. So, like, and that's what it was. I think he only, like, ran, what, like 25 times in his college career? But yeah, yeah. he only did it when he needed to. He wants to throw the football. And if you break down what Wright is looking for, he's like a guy that stands in the pocket, runs when he needs to, delivers the ball, anticipates, and he's literally describing describing CJ Stroud. Stroud. So again, I don't and I don't think CJ Stroud was making it past the Colts, being Indianapolis, being Columbus, being so close. Like so they knew, like you said, Houston wasn't traded. They didn't want to go to three and trade this early because somebody was going to then jump to one knowing who the yeah. Panthers were going to get. So they go ahead and take the home run swing and go to one and say, you know what? We can trade down if we want to, but we can also take who the fuck we want to, no matter what, and there's nothing anybody else can do about it because and, this is who we want. And saying he's surrounded by NFL talent, what do they think he's going to be surrounded yeah, by in the NFL? <laughs> he's going to the NFL. It's like okay, so he can put balls sixty yards downfield in an NFL wide receiver's hand. Yep. Great, that's, that's good to know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to know that. And it's not his fault. He had a good O line and a coach who can draw up plays to get people open. You know what I mean? I mean good for him. Yeah, he still did it. And you know, I think Anthony Richardson's been in the mix a little bit with everything. I, 
I like the upside. I think he's a Cam Newton-type player, but he didn't win. You know, Cam Newton took an Auburn team that would have finished dead last in the SEC with another quarterback. Anthony yeah. Richardson didn't do that with Florida's roster. Yeah. So, like, I, I With a lot of NFL talent on so it. And I, Cam Newton I, had none. Yeah. I kind of want to stay away from that. So, I, I'm totally locked in on the top two. I definitely am, like, 75 yeah. 80% sure I want Stroud. But if they end up going young, I'm, I'm fine. With yeah. It. Yeah, I think if, if, if Richardson had drugged that team to, like you said, an SEC championship game to the final – to the, the college football playoffs, you could throw him in the mix, but he's still just so you turn, you know, from the little bit I watched, you he'd make a play, and you go, damn, that's a top ten play, and then all of a sudden, right. I think it was Florida's one of their last games of the season, they didn't score for like three quarters, yeah. he couldn't get a first well, down, and it was like when he needed to make a play, he wasn't able to, and like you said, he's surrounded by a lot of five stars, a lot of four stars, like there's not scrubs at Florida, so that's what worries me. But if you're sitting there and and you're at pick fifteen and he's hanging out and you're kind of like juggling, then yeah. And I think if we stayed at nine and he was the last guy sliding, then of course we'd talk ourselves into him and all that. But then we'd have to worry, we'd have to do the Andy Dalton starting, all that kind of stuff, and it'd be like the false hope and and all that. So to I was going to take that a step fur- further. I was going to say if he was at three, I would have been cool to go up and get him. There like, you go there, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But like going all the way up to one, you're not taking Anthony Richardson. Agreed. There's just no chance. Agreed. Just because if you put everything together, though his athletic ability is a great upside, you need a guy that's going to come in and win the job now with not as many growing pains. They're going to have growing pains because it's a it's a rookie. But, yeah. I mean, Stroud's, what, two-year starter and, and just balled out every time he's, he's took the field. I mean, and, and with this coaching staff, this, it won't have to be – it'll still be coaching, but not as much of – Hey, we got to make sure we get this guy's foot footwork right and all that kind of stuff. So, and that's another crazy part is like I've never felt like this where I, whoever they take, I have full faith in that coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. To, to develop them. I'm liking this coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To develop whoever it is, you know what I mean? Like it, I just I could not imagine a better situation for a rookie quarterback to come. Agreed. And, and nobody's saying that, by the way, on any yeah. national show. It's like it's like they completely. I mean, just looking at the staff, it's like. If you're a rookie quarterback, you would want to come here. Even if we were ninth, like that should yeah, have been yeah. the narrative yeah. at that time. Yeah. Like a rookie, court, it was the writing was on the wall the day they hired Frank Wright. Yes, well, the day they hired Frank Wright and they went away from Steve Wilkes, we talked about it. It was all offense going to quarterback. When Wilkes yeah. lost the Pittsburgh game, the Tampa game, and all that, that was the writing on the okay, you couldn't get it done, and we haven't been able to win those games in so long. And then yeah. when he goes and gets called, well. And then he gets Josh McCown, and it's like, oh, they're – I mean, Caldwell coached Peyton Manning with the Colts. Josh McCown bounced around, what, 17 teams. He was here on the Panthers roster. I think yeah. one of those last years maybe Cam was there, right before Cam got there or whatever. I mean, so he's been around it. He's been with all different types of quarterbacks. He can coach them all. Yeah. So, like you said, I, I had been waiting. Everyone kept asking me before the trade. I said, I'm just waiting for that text. The Panthers trade up to the one pick. And Lurs, funnily enough, I was at Neoteric Brewing. John Long walked in out of nowhere. Didn't even know he was coming. He walks in with his kid and his wife. Literally, we have a beer. He leaves to go get his pizza. And literally five minutes later, I check my phone and I scroll down. And it's the Adam Schefter breaking news. And I'm like, oh, shit. And Jerry's like, well, the Panthers just traded for the number one pick. And it was just like I couldn't – I sent it to Long and I was like, oh, you literally walked out and five minutes later, the, the biggest trade in like Panthers history happens here. So, 
It was a wild little Friday night. And Lurge, what you were taking a nap when the when the news hit? Yeah, man, I I, I fell asleep <laughs> on the couch, right? <laughs> and I wake up to literally fifty-seven text messages, <laughs> and I was like, "What the?" And I wake Catherine up, and I'm like, yo, we just traded for the number one pick. And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, yeah. and I was like, that means I got to go upstairs and text for about two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I saw it, and of course, I'm about to get in the car to drive for 45 minutes down to Ballantyne in 5 o'clock traffic to the in-law's house. And I was like, mother, all I want to do is scroll on Twitter. Yep. All I want to do and so. Kara, Kara, my wife, never lets me turn on sports radio. I was like, we're, we're having sports radio on the entire drive down. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It was, uh, and then I had the biggest smile, and then Jacob texted me. He's like, Pod Tuesday? I was like, dude, I'm about to start yep. screaming right yep. now. I was like, I got to get on. I was like, I got to get on. Yeah, I mean, we had to. With all that, we had we had to jump on and do an episode. Yeah. So, But, yeah, it was just funny how it all shook out. Like, it, it – it came, it said combine, and it seemed like everything heated up and just a wild Friday evening news dump and, as well. And think about it like, clearly, we knew who we wanted after the combine, right? After yeah. we had actually met and talked with these guys, and whether it's two people, one person, whatever, we clearly knew we, we, we needed to get the number one pick to get the guy we wanted, and we met that guy at that damn combine. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's, it's just awesome, and it's. It's exciting to have a direction, right? And, like, we even talked about, like, the pro with Wilkes was we started gaining an identity, right? And it's like now we are really gaining an identity. Like, we have some tough-nosed coaches. We have some tough-nosed players now, like all the guys we're signing. Tough-nosed, like Von Bell. I mean, they talked about how much of a leader he was in that Cincinnati locker room, right? Like, he, he might have been a little bit of a bust coming out, like, because he was pretty highly touted for the Saints, and that might not have worked out quite as well as everyone thought he would. But, I mean, he's a, he solidifies our safety position, and he allows Jeremy Chin to run around. That Tuttle guy, I love stealing from the Saints. I mean, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nasty player, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like Deuce Staley, I, want, I was ready to look at Deuce Staley as a head coach just because I liked him so much, right? Like, all these guys, it's just so – I mean, it just seems like such a great situation. Like Caleb was saying, why, like any rookie would love being – Yep, and you, we, we've gone an hour and haven't even said the names of Thomas Brown and Ijero Vera, who are both two guys right. who could have head coaching jobs in the next two years. Yeah. Well, that, right. I'm worried we won't get the comp picks because they're going to be head coaches next year. Next That's year, the right. only thing I'm worried about. Uh, I think what I mean – I think Ivero maybe, but I think Thomas Brown will stick around yeah. a year or two at least to get a some some um, play calling in. Like I, I think next year he'll probably start play calling. But like you talked about, people wanting to come here, like a Hopkins and stuff. The Ijero, Ivero, and Thomas Brown are the kind of guys that drag people here. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, like Frank Reich is is the leader, but like if you can come work with Ijero, Ivero, or Deuce Staley. Or, or Thomas Brown and these guys that have such a good uh, reputation around the league, it, it's how you get free agents. It's how you get guys you didn't think you were going to get. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's just – it has literally been a home run since the day they hired Frank Wright. Yeah. And, no, and none of us even talked about the guy, the entire coaching <laughs> search. You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah, like he was like the kind of boring, right? Like, yeah. Um, it, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's great. 
Yeah. It, it's good. I, I do it's think good. it's interesting, too, to see a lot of these free agent deals are now, like, three years. Right? Like, back in yeah. the day, it was a six-year, seven-year, like, crazy. And we all knew it was only a, really a three- or four-year deal. But now, they're you know, these guys are taking the three years, so then they can go re-up again. But, yeah, like Lur said, getting, getting those guys – now and making that safety position deeper, where it's not just two starters and a bunch of undrafted guys, right? So then they got hurt. So now, if, in case one of those guys get hurt, Chin can slide back there. But you can also use him as a chess piece and put them all over the field in this three-four. So it is interesting. What are we going to do second round? Hopefully, like I said, and I'll, I'll go back to where we talk about looking and, and finding the, the the guy at the draft combine. The Bears GM kind of knew that he wanted a receiver in this trade by tipping, saying, yeah, we may trade this pick before free agency to figure out what we want to do. So obviously the DJ Moore was the sticking point and them wanting to trade for it, and that that kind of put it over the edge. I like that these GMs are kind of being honest now too with like, hey, I I feel like we never really heard some of this honesty coming out of GMs back in the day, and maybe it's because we have now a social media and they cover every single thing, and we're getting Twitter updates from the sixth reporter that covers the whatever team, so we're getting all of it now. But it's just cool to, like you said, Fritter's backing it up. You feel like you get more information, and then it's like, oh, he did kind of tip his hand there in a trade. We should have saw a trade coming with a team including a player. And like I said, and and, and then call that with Fritter calling this potentially a sexy draft, I think you're going to see some receivers, some guys that take the top off the defense, some flashier guys that, oh, okay, what do we have here? Which I think is coming. And we still, what, a first first overall pick. We still got pick, what, 30 – Something in the second round, and you know, it's still sitting pretty good. I think we've got five. We still got money. Yes, you know what I mean. We still got money. Yep. Like uh, I think uh, David Montgomery just signed with the Lions for three years, so there's your three year contract. But okay, there's like like there's so many running backs out there we can plug and play right now. Like Jamal Williams, I would love. Like hell, I'd give Jamal Williams and Deontay Foreman. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things we could do right now, and it's just nice. Yeah. Like. It's 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 really it's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air. But uh, so who? What's next? What do you guys think? Who's coming next? You know what I mean? What's our next move? It seems like everyone's putting Jamal Williams to Carolina because of Deuce Staley, is what you just said with Montgomery going to the Lions. And and again, as long as it's a cheap deal, I'm fine with it. As we talked about it, do not overpay running backs. A good veteran yeah. will be there. I, Foreman did great if he comes back, but. There's so many running backs. It's unreal, as you just said. It's so many running yeah. backs. And yeah. I, I would even be fine with letting them wait and see what the draft comes if you get a guy in the fourth, fifth round and then sign a vet yeah. guy to an even cheaper deal because then you're going to say, hey, do you really want to play? Do you want a, a paycheck now? So, yeah, uh, I, yeah go ahead, Caleb. Now, as I was going to say, I, I've been on the McCall Hardman trade from Kansas City. Uh, not tra- train, not trade. Uh, I've been wanting them to – Grab him, but I think it's going to be Adam Thielen. I mean, I hope they don't let him leave the, uh, I know. the building yeah, tomorrow. That's a, like, I'd love sign him tomorrow. And, and think I, about him too. Like we get a rookie, another rookie receiver. Like what a perfect guy right. to be a leader of a receiver room, tight end room, whatever. And I think I think they want a tight end, but the fact that they haven't really gone that hard at the free agents yet, or that we know of, I guess Schultz or Gasecki still possible. But like it makes you think that pick thirty nine is going to be a tight end for them. And, and uh, but again, unless there's an amazing edge rusher that slips, or something. I, I wouldn't like, mind. What's the, is it? Zay Flowers? Is that the Zay Boston? Flowers? I like him. I mean, he's, that's the guy. Steve, Steve Smith. Smith yeah, yeah. Steve Smith loves him. I mean, and and 
Fitterer's been talking about getting a guy to take a top off the defense. It could be McCole Hartman. It could. He's been talking about that since he got here. He thought he had it with Robbie Anderson. He got okie doke by chosen. rule. Chosen. His yeah. name is Chosen. My now. bad. My bad. <laughs> chosen Anderson. He got okie doke by rule and Chosen. And I really think at some point, even with the Thielen side, and somebody that has runs a, a low four two or something is coming here via draft, via free right. agent because. We've missed that. We thought we had it with Chosen. It wasn't going to happen, and we have missed that just since Ted Ginn, honestly. We, we've missed yes, that deep yeah. threat. Totally agree. And I, I think, I think I, again, I don't know how much money we have left, but it feels like, you know, signing one or two. $22 million or something? Yeah, after all the signings that they've done, though? Uh, yeah, after cutting F-line, I know it's right around that $20 million. Oh, that yeah. Great. Then, so, so it's yeah, like two yeah, receivers or one receiver and a tight end, and then – Whatever they don't do, I think they use that 39 pick on because it, it, everything Reich says is he wants a receiving threat at tight end. Mm-hmm. We haven't had one in five years. So, Gusecki <laughs> like, <laughs> and Schultz, I don't know how great they are either. So, like, yeah. I think that there was, you know, I don't think Kincaid gets the 39 and the Notre Dame kid doesn't get the 39. So, like, I saw they were with the Iowa tight end a lot at the combine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I doubt he makes it to 90, so that might be a thing at 39. So, if they could do Thielen and Hardman from Kansas City here in free agency, oh. maybe that pick 39 is tight end or edge rusher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you, you feel really good about where you are. And maybe, uh, I mean, I, I, I do like the uh, Ohio State receiver. Somehow he started falling toward that back end of the first – I mean, I'd get Froggy there if we got Stroud. Like, let's just connect them right there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's realistic, though, but I just <laughs> – Well, I do – you there. know, I think we saw a big – Never know with Fitter. That's true. I think we saw a big change in how teams are viewing receivers last year when, what, what like seven went in the first round because now yeah. if you're a great receiver, you get paid $100 million. So teams are now willing to throw that cheap deal on a receiver just because why not? Mm-hmm. So I, I am interested to see if that follows again this year. Like you said, Adam, I don't know if those guys are going to slide or not. or who. We'll see how it goes. But at some some point, they are going at least two in free agency or and two in the draft, one in the draft. But it's, it's happening. And it's looked right. like like maybe a T. Higgins become – like they say they're going to pay him and everything. Maybe they pay him and then still need to trade him next year, yep. right? Like someone like – it always happens. Someone's always available. And that's kind of like receiver wise. And that's kind of where it is because they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. And I look at it as if you're sitting there next year, similar to what the Titans just did, getting rid of AJ Brown, what the Bills did. Somebody's not going to be able to pick because now teams are picking two receivers in the first round, back to back years, or two out of three, or, or a receiver in the one and a receiver in the second, and they can't pay both of them, so they're having to make that trade. And if the Panthers are sitting there with C.J. Stroud going into year three going, you know what, let's make this move. Let's trade another one to get a proven guy. We're at least, again, once you get the franchise quarterback, life is a lot easier, especially during that rookie deal. And at the end, exactly. At the end of the day, this year is going to be a Band-Aid at the receiver position. Yeah. Like, it just is. It's not going to be great. It's a, you, Maybe they draft Zay Flowers at 39 and yeah. he is that guy moving forward. But regardless – a rookie quarterback and rookie receiver aren't going to light the world on fire necessarily. Yeah. But it, this year's going to be a Band-Aid. We just have to make it through it and maybe sneak into the playoffs because the South is terrible. And, yep. You know, and yeah. really address it next offseason. Yep. Um, and, and I think that's probably their long-term plan with this. So. We finally have a plan. We finally have a direction. And yeah. it seems like they're sticking to it. And I think that's what the best part about it is. It's not we're being told one thing and then – 
something completely right. opposite happens. So, and, and if a fan complains that they traded DJ more this year because there aren't completed enough passes, or they don't know anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, DJ, I'm dead. DJ Moore and CJ Stroud weren't taking you to the playoffs this no. year. You know I'm, I mean? blo- I'm, I'm, blo- I'm not taking the bait. I'm blocking those yeah. people this year. Yeah. I don't even need. I don't have time for that. I also, I don't have time for that. I also just it, people get in the uproar like, "Who's it going to throw to?" It's fucking March. They don't play yeah, real who, games hey, till fucking September. Like, and we act who like was, we can't make any more moves or something. It's MVP year. Exactly. Who did Cam throw to? It's MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> might have been the worst receivers we've ever had. Yeah. I, Forget the MVP year. I watched him in 2017 take Keelan Clay into the Superdome yeah. against the best oh, team yeah. in the NFL and almost beat him. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if Funches doesn't lose the ball in the lights, we do beat him. But he, yeah. lost, he yeah. lost the ball in the lights. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And people people complain about Cam's weapons. It wasn't for lack of trying. They did draft Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. They did draft Devin Funches. They did have Greg Olson. They just all suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the receivers. <laughs> Hopefully this staff can, you know, evaluate receivers better than that one could. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Taking taking Kelvin Benjamin over Devontae Adams is a crime. It's something that we can only go yeah. back and maybe play in Madden now if we wanted to put him on the same team. But yeah. yeah. yeah hearing him talk cool. last year, I think it was an interview he sat down and he was like, I thought I was going to Carolina. Like they interviewed me the most and I really thought I was going to play with Cam like hurt my soul sitting there talking about it. I was like, damn. Yeah. Do you know we might be in a different spot today if that was the case? Oh, like, I know. We might have two rings. Yeah. We yeah. might have two rings. Yeah. yeah, be- yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cam doesn't throw that pick, and at least if he does throw the pick, Devontae Adams chases him down and tackles him, so Cam doesn't have to chase him down and, and bust his shoulder up, but, you know. And the Super Bowl year, um, Kelvin towards ACL, so we didn't have him the whole season. Maybe Devontae's healthy. And we go 17 and 0. Yeah, yeah, Randy Moss, Randy Moss, Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, oh, here we go. Reminiscing. I know. Look at this. We're scarred. We are scarred. And we deserve, I mean, we deserve to be able to bitch about those things. But we also deserve, we deserve the hope we hopefully are getting. You know what I mean? And that's another reason we shouldn't listen to national pundits. They didn't even know a thing about DJ Moore. So they obviously don't know a thing about our roster. So when they say that we're going to be a top ten pick next year, da 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 da. I don't know, man. Roster's yeah. there. Well, and like, well, dude, our left tackle is on a rookie deal too. Like, who's a monster? Like, yeah. our right. Like, look at what somebody like Kansas City just signed a right tackle to play left tackle. Right? Like, I'm but I'm you, ready. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. They're weirdly – everything is weirdly kind of falling into place. Getting the left tackle last year, ruled it and fucked that one up. Making the trade this year. Now, like you said, we were just waiting on getting the quarterback, and the pieces are there, the money's there, the coaching staff's there. Barring just something just catastrophic happening, it's weirdly lining up that like It's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Even if they suck this year and that pick – is the top five pick, you go, okay, similar to what Bears fans, okay, then we'll trade back. We'll get some picks. We at least have our quarterback. Like, that's the silver lining here is you're not necessarily trading up. And I don't think there's a Jamarcus Russell where it's like, oh, like, Stroud seems like he's a pretty bright kid, played ball. He doesn't seem to be fucking around a lot. Bryce Young, same thing. I don't think you can really fuck up too bad or at least say, you know what? We tried, but look, it was that guy's fault. Those Whoa. guys seem like they got a good head on their shoulders and they, they want to be professional quarterbacks. 
just be a top 12 quarterback in the league and we are set up in the next five years to make a run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like just be a top 12 quarterback in the league. Yep. You know, I don't need Joe Burrow. I need freaking Jalen Hurts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, well, and you've got, like you said, we got our cornerback position. If JC Horn can stay healthy and everyone, everyone's always trading the star cornerbacks and you kind of need one on those, on those Super Bowl teams. We got that. We got some defensive linemen. We just got to shore up some linebackers, you know, more depth on some safeties and some corners. But the weird, weirdly, the pieces are there. Now it's just up to putting them together and making the puzzle complete. So, right. right. All right. Anybody? And, and to your point, go ahead, Duval. I was gonna say, and to your point, Jacob, before you before we get out of here, uh, the last thing you know, you were talking about uh, Marcus Russell. The next closest thing seems like it's Zach Wilson. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, not Caleb, boy. You didn't have to do it to him like that. Oh, you didn't have to do it to him. Are we are we ever going to do one of these without that being brought up? <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. I should let us get out of here yeah. without it. My bad, my bad. But do you... Do you see what the Panthers have done to me, though? Like, I wanted Zach Wilson that bad. Like, come yeah. on. I, I mean, he had an arm. I thought he was going to be like a Mahomes. I ain't even lie. I thought he had a... The arm. Mm-hmm. He, he's gonna end up being our backup next year. And, <laughs> and let's just let's let's take a step back because the dude went to the Jets. Nobody's been successful there as a quarterback. Yeah, true, true. Heard that before? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> let's let him get on a. Well, I thought Sam played a lot better. For, we're not getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep rationalizing. You just keep rationalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he's as bad. Uh, look at the Jets' record as him as a starting quarterback and everyone else they've started in the last, like, four years, yeah. including, like, Mike White. Well, like, the funny part is the, Jet, the Jets thought Mike White was going to be the next Jesus Christ, and he's already got sent down to Miami. And, like, it's just funny how you can – like you said, if you don't nail it on that quarterback pick, but to that point – I think out of those two guys, you should be all right. If you're going to trade up to one or two, that's why I think you had to get past the Texans at, at two. I think either Bryce Young or Stroud, you're okay. You start getting into the, oh, fuck, we don't know category with Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. Okay, yep. so so you're telling me they're both more of a sure thing than Zach Wilson ever was, right? Yes, uh, because, you, because when I watched Zach Wilson play Coastal Carolina and he couldn't fucking do shit against Coastal Carolina, that's when I knew, ooh. But when I turn on the tape of, you know, Stroud dicing up Georgia who fucking destroyed TCU and Bryce Young who every week SEC made plays, he, he didn't have the greatest year this year, I can go, all right, at least I got a guy that – play the top competition week in and winning out. Yes, every team plays fucking Middle Tennessee State and fucking Oklahoma Southwest <laughs> University. But BYU, let's be honest, like those late like he Zach Wilson never got hit. He came to the NFL, started getting hit. And the only thing he wanted to hit was people's mamas. So that was about it. Yeah, only, you know what I'm saying? So it, that's my whole thing is with, with him was it just he never had faced adversity. I think these dudes have at least been punched in the mouth. And again that drive that Stroud had against Georgia as that was unreal, like because no quarterback had yeah. done that against Georgia. Pinky yeah. promise, pinky promise me that they're going to be better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> yes, I will pinky promise you that they they will be better than Zach Wilson. I'll throw okay. that out there. Yeah. All right, because I am stressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else with some final thoughts? No, man. No. We laid it out there. You yep. know what I mean? Like. 
I mean, I, I'm excited for the uh, next one of these once once draft comes or yeah. whatever because who knows what will be there. Yes. I, I only see us making better moves. Like, I only see us making more whatever, even if it's a minuscule. Because, I mean, they already – they like, I guess I have one more thing to say. Fitter <laughs> about second – right? Uh, second wave. Second wave of free agency, right? Like, yeah. that's when he said we're going to strike the most. And, I mean, we've already kind of struck today, so uh, – Free agent, free agent, I'm excited. Started. Free agent, yeah, started. That's right. Like, and that's I mean, right. who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, what if a, we we got a Bobby Wagner, you know, on a one year deal? You know what I mean? Like, there, there's so many options. I mean, there's so many options. It's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's awesome. It is. Code word, awesome. Yep. yep. It is. I Keep think. It. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be back that Tuesday before the draft on Thursday. And as always, you know, set up your phones if you're not coming over to the basement to watch it for it sent so I can I can pop you in the reaction video. I think there'll be a lot of people tuning in since we do have the first. It'll be the first one we've done yes. with us being yep. the first overall pick. So looking forward to that, all that good we stuff. We could be looking at that in ten years, being like, oh, we did That's, it exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be a good time capsule as all of these things kind of are looking back and seeing us cheer, seeing us against that Falcons game. When, when fucking missed the, the Hail Mary, I think, is one of our best reactions oh, yeah. to DJ Moore. You know, go have some fun in Chicago. But the, the missed kicks and all that stuff has been – it's been kind of fun to watch, even though it, it was pain at those times. But good times drinking. And can be good times when the camera's rolling. Sometimes – luckily, I have yep. I have control of that what goes on the editing floor and we can cut out some other <laughs> stuff that people may not want in there. But <laughs> So, yeah, uh, other than that, Obviously, March Madness coming up. We got our two brackets. We did men's and women's, obviously. And then ID for the men's on Yahoo, 2459. Password is all lowercase letters. Uh, Beards. And then the women's is ID 1167. And then beards and the number two. So join those. Winner gets a t-shirt, trophy, all that good stuff. Free. Always free when we do our little contest here. But that's that's about all I got. I know. Jeebs, are you in? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm in both. Okay, Lurs, have you, uh, have you are you waiting right till last minute? Yeah, I'm last minute on the brackets, but okay. I'll be, you know, I'll be in. I'll be in too, myself. and I'll be last minute as well. So okay. I'll be last minute, me. Jeeves and I were talking about the. I know we were trying to cut this off. Jeeves and I were talking before everybody hopped on. I learned that compared to like six, seven years ago, I have no idea what's happening in college. <laughs> <laughs> it, is Alabama or Houston even good? I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> it's a toss-up. Yeah. It's a toss-up. Yes. It is, I like it, my Huskies, though, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. It's when you sit down and you fill out, and you're like, man, I've only watched three games? Maybe? Maybe? Like, it, all right, just pick them. Like, don't get, don't get hung up. You just got to just keep pressing and just go with it. Yeah. Compared to 15 years ago where I, like, knew everybody on everybody's roster, and now I just, I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, the, every, everyone transfers and yep. goes pro. Like, yeah. it, it's tough. Yeah, like, St. Ma- Mary's is, like, a five seed. I was like, I didn't even know this was still a school. Like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, very true. Very true. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate you fellas uh, stopping through. And, yeah, again, we'll do it. Before the draft, that Tuesday before the draft. I think the draft's on the 29th, so I guess it's the 27th. And obviously after the draft that Tuesday, recapping how we all thought it shook out. We'll have a new quarterback. And agreed, as Duvall said, he'll be buying the jersey. I'm sure I'll dice up two for the kids. Oh, I will. Once they, once they cool. print them out. It'll be interesting. If it is Stroud, he wore seven at Ohio State. 
does Shaq give up seven, or is Stroud going to have to go with something new? If it's Bryce Young, I think nine's wide open. Um, hey, number two's wide open. Number two just, is wide open. I can, re- I can replace my nameplate on mine, and I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's number seven and Shaq wants it, just put it 40 yards away and watch how slow he runs. Oh, man, there it is, the final dingaroon on that one. Well, then, Caleb, we'll let you end it. Then how do we end the podcast? Peace.